Welcome to episode 44 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have fun. Here's what we try to do. We try to go what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and hockey. Here's what's coming up. We've got to talk about this name change. Plus, my trip to Denver, fantasy hockey talk in the Kraken reaction. We had a re-signing. We've got national breakdowns of different things going on with the Kraken, the top breakout players. We have to talk about that. Fantasy hockey rankings and where the Seattle Kraken players land there. The list of teams who, as as of today, do not have a captain like your Seattle Kraken. And the Seattle Kraken Supersonics? What? And in No Dumb Questions, what is the structure of the NHL playoffs? Great question. We'll get to it. Welcome to episode 44 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What's up, and welcome to The Kraken Pod. My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. Dude, all right. So, a lot of things to address. Number one, we dropped in the official title, What Lies Beneath. This has been in the works. We've had some help. You may have seen the new logo drop. Joey's been working very hard on that with some of our team. We have an actual team, which is pretty awesome. And thank you for the reaction on Twitter and on social media at Kraken Pod. A lot of positivity there, which is fantastic because we're a Vibes podcast. So uh, great job, Joey, making it all happen. And uh, I'm super excited about it. I'm really pumped on it. I appreciate that. It was um, it was a lot, but we managed to pull it off. And it's one of those things, too, where if you go back and you listen to some of the podcast episodes, you could hear us kind of sprinkle it in there. Like you and I have been talking about this for a while now. We started throwing in Kraken Pod a lot during the episodes. Um, so, you know, over time, we started to gradually do that uh, more and more. So the shift, I think, for us doesn't feel that big. But hopefully for other people, it's an easy transition as well. I came up with like a bullshit little like a little PSA that I typed up to kind of give people a heads up on it. So, uh, you know, we didn't just like update everything like, hey, wait, what the hell is this? But anyways, yeah, we're still the same. We're still the same two idiots doing doing our thing. So nothing else has changed. We just had to clean up some things. And uh, and yeah, I'm really excited. And we wanted to get it done before before the start of the season. Obviously, this is a, a good way for us to segue into merchandise as well. So we had a lot to do, but we did it. And now we're, we're getting ready to roll, man. Just like the Seattle Kraken, we're starting to ramp up for the season. Yeah, as of today, we're 13 days away from that first preseason game That's against terrifying. Edmonton. It's uh, terrifyingly we need, we need amazing. No, yeah. no, it's it's we need no, it. No, it's great. It's great. But I'm like, holy shit. How okay. Two yeah, two weeks away. I enjoyed football and I've been jo- enjoying football, but I'm I'm watching football going like, man, I'm ready for hockey. Uh so the other thing I want to address is uh, last week, this I just got back yesterday. I was in Denver last week mm-hmm. and um there was no podcast last week because just life got away from me completely was overwhelmed getting ready for Denver and other stuff going on. So I apologize for that to you, Joey, and, and to you listening to um, our uh, nine listeners now. So we're up to nine, which is awesome. Up to nine. I know Actually, we might no. have lost one because of last week. Might be down to eight now, but Could you know, be. thank you for hanging in there with us. Actually, we were at 14 and now we're down to 13, which is perfect because we have right, 13 we have days really left. Yeah. Okay. 13, but okay. um, so Denver, man, Denver, <sighs> this is hard for me. 
because you fell in love. Go ahead. You can admit it. You fell in love with Denver. It happens to everybody that goes there. Denver was awesome. We Denver haven't was even awesome. talked, by the way. I'm just assuming what happened with Denver. But obviously, I want to hear about this trip. I want to hear why you're taking a, a second to talk about it. I'm guessing, one, you have a new haircut. People can't see you yet, but you're rocking a new haircut. I'm guessing you got it for the trip. You had to give a speech at a conference. But I need to hear about Denver and why you had the pause there. Did you fall in love with the Mile High City? I did. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I fucking did, knew it. Did not see a lot of Colorado Avalanche shit, which is awesome. Because I was yeah. rocking my Red Wings hat for a while. I was like, where's, where's the fights? Where's the fights in the streets? They're probably still hungover from actually, partying for the cup and sleeping somewhere. <laughs> actually, dude, I do have something to talk about. I almost got into a fight. Um, I, I nice. Like a literal fight. Um, so I went because the American Banking Association Marketing Conference was there. And I've mm. spoken at this conference a few times. And I hosted a three-hour-long workshop on how to get over the fear of making social media video. Uh, banks kind of do social media the same way. Like here's a birthday, here's bank people under a tent at an event. Here's this, here's that. And I'm trying to teach them. I did, you know, work on teaching them how to, you know, start getting into the world of Instagram reels and TikToks and that sort of stuff, which was cool. So that was actually on Sunday morning. I had to give that uh, workshop on Sunday morning. It made you miss football. Jesus, man. I thought Denver liked its football. I'll kick off. Well, they're in a different world because they had Monday night football going on. So, um, but the conference actually started on Sunday morning, which was interesting. So that is interesting. The conference that was great, but we got in on um, Saturday, and you know we all this prep going on with the kids and the in laws watch the kids. But we got in on Saturday. My wife and I had the whole day Saturday just to explore, and uh, we got there. It was fifty five degrees and kind of rainy, which was awesome because you know we are in Louisiana and we are leaving Louisiana where it is, you know, eighty five degrees every day, no matter what. So. That was pretty awesome. And we just explored the city. We got some lunch at Union Station. Um, yep. All those mm-hmm. little food halls in there. Mm-hmm. I forgot the, the name of the place, but we, it was awesome. Um, we took the train from the airport to Union Station, which is cool. Yes, then we very nice. hit the bus. We got that R- RTA or whatever it was, the, the bus nice. pass, the train pass. Public we did transportation, that. saving that. the environment. Look at you go. It was pretty awesome. So we did that, and then we um, got back to the hotel, got set, and then we hit the streets, man. We, uh, we, the scooter thing. That's not really a thing here in New Orleans because New Orleans um, streets are terrible, and if there were scooters, you know, scooter rentals, they have bike rentals here, which is kind of a flop, but if you had scooter rentals here, people would be smashing their skulls in like crazy. Um, but, hey, Denver's got some pretty awesome infrastructure. How about that? It's pretty great. Um, anyway, we scooted all over. We went to the... Um, Museum of Modern Art. And nice. dude, there was an there was the Native American powwow going on. And it was like, holy shit, this is so cool. This is awesome. So and then we went through all the exhibits of like all the Native American, you know, from the Pacific and around Colorado. It was actually pretty moving. I did not expect to get blasted with emotion there. Um, you know, right. Is this where you almost got into the fight? Nope. No. <laughs> no, that was that was like all vibes so and emotional. feels. That was all vibes and feels, and it was great. Okay. It was really cool okay. to learn about, you know, Native American history, and, and it's just it, it's it's amazing. Um, so anyway, we did you know restaurants, all that sort of stuff. Had the and that was awesome. On we went to um, what's the name of that street? That's kind of like Sixteenth Street. No, well, yeah, Sixteenth Street has the outdoor mall. You have Blake Street. You have Market yeah. Street. It's one it's of like, those. Those are with the an L. Start with an L. Larimer. Larimer. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Went to Larimer, and um, went to a cool Italian restaurant there. That was great. And it's, the food was awesome. We had so many cool things go on. Um, after my conference on um, Sunday, 
we went and watched the end of the Saints game, which was amazing. We hit up the uh, Little Fat Man ice cream, whatever that's called. Oh, um, yes. Uh, yep, I know exactly the area. Yeah, you have to get there, wait in line, because everyone loves that ice cream spot. But it's a solid ice cream spot in Denver. Little overrated. Little overrated. It is overrated because you show up and there's like a hundred people in line. Like, oh, this must be like the most life changing ice cream. Like, I wonder if like hockey Jesus himself is serving out right like triple scoops, and then you get you're like this is good, but I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna wait in line ever again probably to do this. Like, I've had it now. I can move on with my life. Is if this where you go to a fight? No, like, close. Someone's like, fuck you, man. You're like, you want to throw down? Yeah. So we we did that. <laughs> And then we uh, went to some other spots. We were, on, you know, we're on the scooters, right? So we're like, you know, the rule of these scooters is like stick to the streets, like don't run on the sidewalk. Yeah. Well, we got to this one spot where it was like it was mayhem in the street. It was like insane. And we're like, well, we've got to get on the sidewalk, right? So we did, and we're not doing side by side holding hands, my wife and I. Like we're being courteous, going super slow, watching what's going on. And this this couple comes out of a store, and they're probably like in their late sixties, right? Oh wow! And we're yeah, so we're like we're we're on the sidewalk, which of course we know is like we're not supposed to do this, but like we we're gonna go under a bridge, like a uh, uh, on the street. There was and like people were flying down this spot, and we we're like we didn't feel safe, so we took the street and like we're single file to the right, going like two miles an hour, if that, on the okay. sidewalk. And this guy comes out and he sees us, and he and his what he spreads out, and my wife was in front of me, and he shoulders my fucking wife. Wait, what? He shoulders my wife as she goes by him. She's like, excuse us, excuse us. Like and he throws the shoulder into her. Yeah. This and he this guy's like like privileged white guy. You know, like this is the like he probably was getting into his, you know, f- who knows? Like I'm like I'm something like getting so mad again. There's, yeah, I mean that one surprised me about Denver, unfortunately. Did you say like a sweet one liner before he knocked his ass out? Like, I'll break your hit, grandpa. Did you say no, something so- like that? So I like it took me a second to re- like one second to register like what the hell just happened? Yeah. And she passed him and he's like, hey, you're not. We just got a lecture. You're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. And like I glitched. I was like, it's like, dude, we just got here like a day ago. Sorry, we don't know all the rules. And then I kind of got past him and I threw my sc- scooter down and his wife like started oh, to hold him, hold him back. <laughs> and I was this like, Did-? and I was like, did you just fucking shoulder my wife? Did you just like throw your shoulder in my fucking wife? And oh, so like, this is real. I'm like treating this as like a as a funny haha, but this was a very serious moment. No, I fucking flipped out. I, flipped I thought out. you were going to be like I was at a bar and I had a Red Wings hat on me and some guy were like exchanging no. words. Okay, so this no. is a serious thing. Okay, so six year old man like, grandpa yeah. throws a shoulder into your wife. You throw the scooter down. You're ready to throw blows. And as I'm you like should, defending her uh, honor. And look, am I going to fight? Am I going to fight? Fight? No, ideally want to avoid that. But I was like pissed and. And she's holding him back. And he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, I, I didn't, you know, he's like, and I'm like, would you fucking like it if I walked up to your wife right now and threw my fucking shoulder into her oh, right geez. now? Would I, if I did that to your wife right now, what would you do? He's like, I, he's like, I, you know, I, 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 I don't, he's like, you're not, uh, he's like glitching out. I was like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> like, it is oh nice. man. Yeah. This is intense. I don't know how it I was, feel about it. It was in- no, it was intense. It like ruined the le- the next half an hour. We moved on, you know, like yeah, you have like- to move on, but that's hard, especially especially honestly, like especially for your wife, because it's like, like she's not asking for any of that, you know. She's not being like, oh, I hope some fucking sixty year old dude tries to no. throw a shoulder in me while I'm jetting around on this scooter in Denver right now. Like that sucks. I gotta tell you, like we're rule followers, okay? So like we're doing our best, you know. So like we're trying to watch out for our safety though too. 
So anyway, long story short, that did not, Denver was amazing. That dude can go, literally, I hope he's dead. I hope he had a heart attack. I hope he had a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. So not like a fatal one. We're not wishing death upon anyone, but enough to scare the wife a little bit. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Later on, I was thinking, I was like, I should have said something like, do you have daughters? Like, do you do this to women? Oh, yeah. Like, I was thinking this guy's scum. Like, what is he doing to his wife? You know, like, what's up? So long story short is like that. That was shitty, but we had the best time in Denver. Denver was great. So, yeah, aside from that, it sounds awesome. Um, So it was awesome. It's fantastic. Glad you had a good time. Aside from old white dudes just, you know, throwing shoulders into unsuspecting females inappropriate. Um, I can't believe that. Uh, so this is, you're going to laugh at this. Um, I fly to Denver tomorrow, so I'll be in Denver. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be in Denver tomorrow afternoon. I have an engagement party, um, on the weekend. We'll have to figure out, uh, podcast logistics and all that in a second, but we'll we'll do that after the episode. But yeah, man. Um, can you pick up my sunglasses? I may have left them at a friend. Let me know what bar bar. I can, um, literally don't tell me, let me go on a scavenger hunt. I'll text you like Jeff met bar number 13. I haven't seen your glasses. <laughs> no, dude. I literally think I got to call him today. I think I left my sunglasses like my nice. And I haven't told Megan yet. And like, cause they're nice sunglasses. I think I left them at this French bistro on Larimer street on Saturday. Cause we were drinking wine. Nice. Um, well, after- I will actually, I will actually be staying downtown very no near shit. that area. So I can legitimately pick up your sunglasses. Dude, dude. <laughs> I'm calling them today to see if they have them. Hopefully they didn't get <laughs> me know. Them. Yeah, let me know. I think uh, I'm trying to remember where I'm staying at. I don't fucking remember. But I see yeah, it at the I'm, Hyatt. I'm excited, man, I'm excited to go back because I haven't been back in. It's been a little over a year, so I'm really excited. It's great. I mean, I was, it's so clean. It's so cool. And people yeah, are actually, yeah. you know, the um, the median is very high for how nice people are. Like that, even that dude being like complete shit bum, you know, yes. one of the top, you know, five craziest moments of my life, like angriest moments of my life. Um, that did not take away from how nice people are in Denver. Just incredibly cool people. Yes. Super chill. Yeah. Loved it. So Denver's fantastic. Only saw like three or four. And even Colorado Avalanche shirts I saw were like incredibly nice to me, even though I was rocking a Red Wings hat. Um, so like that was pretty cool. There's if that guy one- was rocking uh if that guy was rocking some like Colorado Ab shit, would you have been more inclined to start throwing some elbows? Like, oh, this would be a good story. Yeah. Yep. I would have channeled that would have been hilarious if like that would have happened and you're both are wearing like Red Wings and and uh, Colorado Avalanche gear. Not that the situation was hilarious, but that would have added like another layer to everything. Like, oh shit, this is going down. You guys like cosplaying as like 1990s hockey players right now, and unfortunately, the wives are involved. <laughs> what, what if he had like? What if it was an elaborate pl- prank pulled by my wife, and then she was like, oh, oh and he put he like ripped his shirt up. He's like, I'm an Avs fan. Fuck you. And then that, my wife's like, Ah, oh, we got you. And unfortunately, it was real, and this guy was a shit bum. So, and um. Before we get to the crack reaction, I would like to say officially, I hope that guy dies. So, um, <laughs> well, that's cool. You're going to Denver, dude. The, the weather, I think, is looks beautiful. Oh, dude, and- yeah, I'm fucking pumped. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like uh, upper 80s while I'm there. And if you know anything about Colorado, when it's like 85 and above there, or you know, let's say like 85, 88 degrees, it feels like it's 110. It's so damn hot out. I was actually hoping it would be a little bit cooler because. It's officially fall, y'all. So it's one of those things where I was like hoping to go there and, you know, see like, the leaves changing and all that stuff. I'm going to spend some time uh, outside and, and doing the hiking thing and getting around. I was trying to see like a Red Rock show last minute. I don't think that's going to happen. That is my ultimate happy place. But yeah, I'm excited. 
uh, to do Colorado. And then actually I'm going straight from Colorado to Vegas. So I'm going to <laughs> fucking die. Um, Please stay alive. It's going to be a long one. It's a, it's for a bachelor party and we're actually there for four nights, which is two nights too many. Um, so I'm, I'm extremely nervous. I haven't been to Vegas in a decade, which is aging myself, but there's a reason for that because I've been numerous times and every single, this is not a joke. Every, I think I mentioned this before. Every single time I am in Las Vegas, I have never made my return flight home. I have always missed it. Um, I'm hoping that this changes now. You know, 10 years later, I would like to think that I'm a different person uh, than I was when I was in college going to Vegas <laughs> um, as often as I could. But yeah, I'm going from Colorado, uh, going uh, straight from there to Las Vegas and then, and then back to New Orleans. And then I'll have a, um, some Navy buddies in town visiting me in New Orleans like three days after I'm back from Vegas. So I'm about to be on a little bit of a bender here before the, uh, the, pod, the podcast uh, starts going. So I'm a little nervous for myself, but, it, you know, I'll survive. Okay, so I'm gonna say so, so dear hockey Jesus, say a little yes. prayer. Please watch over Joey, uh, my good buddy and podcast co-host, as he goes to enjoy two great places, but hopefully he's uh, survives and um you know maybe makes his flight home from Las Vegas. Also, that would be too, nice. if yes. you could uh Denver grandpa uh if you could set him on fire, that'd be awesome. So yes. um there you go. All right. Did a little sign of the, the hockey stick and we're good. I appreciate that. We need like a hockey stick sign, like a crossing with the arms or something. We need exactly. That. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, before we get to the crack and reaction, though, and we're talking about sports and all sort of good stuff, I do want to talk about DraftKings really quick. So, did you watch football this weekend? I assume you did. Listen, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back. You know what I'm saying, Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. They wrote me off. I didn't write back. No. Geno Smith, quarterback well, of the year. Just did- saying. Dude, <laughs> go Hawks, baby! That was that, win last night. That was pretty awesome. And then, yes. so I didn't, I didn't see it, I didn't watch it. But what was the reaction coming back uh, to Seattle? The reaction was, "Let's fucking go!" I mean, it was incredible because you know Russell Wilson, obviously Denver Bronco, going back into Seattle, playing against the Seahawks. And uh, I'll share a quick personal story. I'm a part of a of a pool, like a run your pool, where every week all you have to do is pick one team to win. But if you pick that team, you cannot pick that team for the rest of the season. Yeah. So this year, this pool is up to over $13,000. There's a lot of people that sign up for it. It's a $100 buy-in. Um, I actually lost like a year ago by one game, and it like broke my heart because I would have won like 11, like 11 grand. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was a lot. Never taking the Arizona Cardinals ever again. So anyways, um, so yeah, this. so to start off this season – uh, we had 18 fucking teams, 18 people in this pool pick the Broncos over the Seahawks because this pool is based in Louisiana. It's a, like no offense, but it's a, it's a bunch of Saints fans that don't know anything really outside, outside of like the NFC South. And I was, I was even like giving them advice when I shouldn't be. I should just be like taking their money. But I was like, you need to stay away from this game because even though I as a Seahawks fan thought that the Broncos were going to win, I was still like – Anything could happen, and I would not be surprised because if anybody knows anything about the Seattle Seahawks, they have never played a normal football game in like the history of their organization. Every game is batshit insane. You never know what's going to happen. It's either going to rip your heart out or make you fall in love. And last night, I fell in love. I fell in love with the Seahawks, the defense, Jamal Adams. He's made out of glass, but it is what it is. It's unfortunate. I hope he gets back. 
Um, I fell in love with Geno Smith. He had the quote of the year with uh, the wrote, they wrote me off, but I ain't right back. Like it's just one of those things where it's like everything was amazing. And then the Seattle Seahawks, Hannah Russell Wilson, the L he showed up wearing like the teal tuxedo where he's just doing way too fucking much. And it's like, okay, dude, thanks for the Super Bowl, but you're kind of a weirdo. And old players were like tweeting him and talking shit after the game and laughing at him. There's so many like layers to it. And anyways, 18 teams in this damn pool are already out for the year. And they are so upset that they emailed the commissioner today and they're asking to do a repool because so many people are already out on the pool for the year. So, which is, yeah, which I'm like, no, fuck you. This is like how we do it. Like, don't, don't take these games. I don't know what to tell you. Like you should go for like a sure bet first thing. So anyways, Shout out to the Seahawks for that. Yes, I watched football, and I sat on my ass on Sunday for 10 hours and ate a large pizza and a thing of brownie, a whole plate of brownies to myself for 10 hours, and it was the best day ever. Living the dream. Living the dream. That's, That's awesome. All That's all I want to do on Sundays. In fact, Let's I'm go I about going to a, the Broncos-Texans game when I'm in Denver, but I ain't got time for that shit, so it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, don't 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 waste your time on that. You're 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 no. move past Russell, so right? Yeah, you're, you got, yeah, we move past it. Geno Smith, baby. Well, look, week two coming up. Week one was amazing, pretty awesome. I'll say who that too. That was fantastic. And you need to get on board with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet five bucks on any game, get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. If you want more action, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. That's sweet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are proud members of. To get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's Code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now let's get to it. Here is your Kraken reaction. So we're 13 days away from Seattle Kraken hockey. I cannot believe this. It just feels like there's been nothing going on for so long. Man, I'm ready. Like I said, football, loving it. Sports, loving it right now. But, man, it's just not the same without hockey, so I'm ready for that. Um, Especially after going to Denver. just The juices are flowing. I'm ready to rock. But, um, of course, though, too, this is the Detroit Red Wings podcast, as you know. So, um, you know, we will get to the Detroit Red Wings uh, reaction soon, right? Yeah, we'll have a special three-and-a-half-hour episode breaking down the Detroit Red Wings, their roster, who we like for the season, their history. Um, yeah. you know, just us doing Red Wings chants uh, for an hour, whatever Absolutely. you guys, whatever you guys want. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be eating little Caesars pizza. Uh, <laughs> Joey's going to wear a Detroit Tigers hat. We wrap it in eight mile, you exactly. know, whatever, whatever we got to do. Mom's spaghetti, mom's spaghetti, yeah. which I think Eminem actually has a, a restaurant or some sort of yeah, brand. He has a, yeah. It's like a spaghetti fast food place, which is, that's a very real thing. Smart. Smart. Okay, so let's talk yeah. about this. Let's talk about the Seattle Kraken. That that is actually a joke, a Twitter joke, because we got made fun of for, you know, for me being a, a lifelong Red Wings fan, but also, you know, disregard the fact that I'm now fucking totally into the Seattle Kraken, but whatever. Um, <laughs> treating this guy like you're treating 60-year-olds coming out of stores in Denver. Jesus Christ, don't start again. I'm not like, I'm just, <laughs> that's my way to get pumped up is thinking about that, dude. All there right, Um. so we had a resigning. Who resigned with your Seattle Kraken, Joey? 
We got Kale Flurry. You know, it's not that big. It's not that big of a signing. It's a one-year, two-way deal, seven hundred and fifty thousand. Everyone, not everyone, but mostly everyone knows that Hayden is no longer with the team. He signed with Tampa Bay in the offseason. Kale last year spent the majority of the season with the Charlotte Checkers. Um, and among defensemen, he actually led the team uh, with thirty-three points in fifty-eight games. And he only played nine games with the Seattle Kraken. I think he's going to end up battling it out with uh, Kepney, Schultz, and Borgie. Uh, for the last two uh, spots on their roster. But, uh, but yeah, we got Kale Fleury that re-signed with the Kraken, and we're really excited about that because, you know, obviously we wish that Hayden was still with the organization, but it's nice to see Kale come back on that two-way. Yep. Uh, you know, look, he's, it's all upside, right? You know, he, he's, he's proving it with the checkers that he's a good player, and, yep. you know, he can score, so he's offensive. And, <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting choked up. Um, <laughs> thinking about that dude again. It's getting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, ed, no edit needed. Yeah, no, no edit. It's real life. Um, but no, the, there's offensive upside, and the offense will be better this year for your Seattle Kraken. So maybe, maybe that's something where you know he can capitalize on that. So, I mean, you got a one year, two way, seven fifty, easy. Let's give it a shot. There's a lot of potential going on for the the Kraken yep. this year. So. You know, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, and- adding defensive depth, I don't think, hurts the team whatsoever, especially when you have players like Schultz that have a pretty significant uh, injury, you know, history there. Lower body industry seems to strike him a lot. So I think this is a good thing for the Kraken. So, yeah, Kale's back. Let's, let's You know, that's the one thing that the Kraken didn't do a great job of over the offseason in either the draft or free agency was addressing, you know, um, defense so uh we're hoping that uh a good offense is the best defense but we will see so now there's tons of stuff coming out this month uh analysis fantasy breakdowns for the nhl team rankings who's going to finish where the predictions are all going to hit hard especially as we get into the the preseason here starting in a couple of weeks for everybody Mm -hmm. so you know espn is doing breakdowns there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with, you know, who's doing what for the Seattle Kraken. Joey's been doing some research into what people have been saying, who's saying what about the Seattle Kraken. What are we in for? What is the official word from ESPN? So the official word from ESPN, this is interesting because it was an ESPN plus article from, uh, I'm going to fuck this up here. This is where everyone uh, has to take a shot. Come on, come on, come on. Greg, why Schnischke? Why shouldn't, so I, dude, I don't know. I'm still waking up. I'm recording this like first thing in the morning. I haven't finished my coffee yet. So the, the reason why I made a Wyshynski. note that. Wyshynski. 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 God, yeah. Yep. Uh, Wyshynski. Right. So we're getting it's close. Right. All right. So <laughs> I'm Polish. He's probably Polish. That's why I know. There it, you, you know go. I, mean? I should have let you do that. I don't know why you threw it to me because you knew I was going to jack it up, but it makes for it makes too for many whys. Uh, too many whys in there. A lot of whys in there. I think that's like in one why too many. But anyways, shout out to Greg W. Uh, so, yeah, so he has four total tiers for the next season and he was ranking the entire NHL. It was new scenery, new line mates, the young star to major star and the wait is over. And he had players in every single tier that he thinks are going to be like top of these tiers. And the Seattle Kraken, again, is out of the entire league. The Seattle Kraken actually have two players that he mentioned that were not only in his tiers, but we're at the top of their respective tier, if that makes sense. So one of them, which is the new scenery tier. So this is the, the like the players that he believes that after moving to a new team are going to have the most impact throughout the NHL season. And number one at the top of his new scenery tier is Oliver Bjorkstrand, a.k.a. 
uh, was it Borkies for Bjorki? What what is that thing that came yeah, up with? Yeah, Yorkies for Bjorki. Yorkie. Or- See, I don't even know what a Borky is. See, I'm t- I'm too fucking tired. I don't know why I try and come up with that. But anyways, <laughs> um, and the reason why he why he lists that is as he said is because Bjork Stern just came off a career high in goals. He had 28 goals last year and 57 points in only 80 games. And the only reason why he was shipped out of Columbus is because they obviously had to do a salary cap dump uh, when Johnny Hockey ended up shocking the hockey world and signing with Columbus. And he believes that he is going to excel. In fact, it was yesterday. And I forgot who I saw this, but it was uh, Allison L, you know, like analytics with Allison. She yeah. replied to a tweet on Twitter that I saw, and it was like a hockey writer that has a pretty significant following. And the hockey writer was saying out of nowhere, it was like, now that I look at all the signings on the, uh, you know, for the season and we're, we're about to start this NHL season, I actually think that Oliver Bjorkstrand going to the Seattle Kraken might be like the number one signing of the entire offseason. Dude, I'm fucking pumped. And I'm going to put this in like layman's terms for people who are Seattle sports fans and also like follow the follow baseball because go Mariners are about to end this fucking drought. It's a great time to be a Seattle sports fan. I'm just throwing that out there right now. Yeah. Um, so, like, think about when so when Seattle uh, made that deal to bring Jesse Winker over to Seattle, and they also took on a, a Eugenio Suarez's contract as like a salary dump, just being like, "Oh yeah, we'll take this guy, three years, thirty-one million. And this guy ends up hitting fucking thirty-plus bombs for the for the Mariners, and all of a sudden, everyone's falling in love with him. This is how like. I'm, I'm making this comparison because Bjorkstrand is a guy who, like the Columbus Blue Jackets, also needed to do a salary dump. Uh, the Seattle Kraken kind of swooped in, and they made that move happen. And I think that this guy is going to be a major player. I think we're going to fall in love with him, that he's going to have a hell of a season with the Kraken, and I'm really, really, really pumped on that. The second player, and this is the uh, this next tier, is the weight is over tier. And this player, again, for the Seattle Kraken, was listed out of everyone in the NHL at the top of the tier, and that is no other than Beers for Beneers, Mr. Matty Beneers. And the note that he made in uh, in this tier about Matty and why he thinks that the wait is over for this player and his breakout time is because last year, if everyone remembers, at the end of the season, he played in the last 10 games for the Seattle Kraken, and he tallied nine points during that span. I am so freaking pumped to get a full season of Matty Beneers and to see what this guy is going to do for the organization and what impact that will have on the Seattle Kraken. So Matty Beneers and Bjork Strand, top of their respective tiers. I'm so freaking pumped, man. And like you said, we're 13 days away from the first preseason game, which is bonkers. So on that, I was looking at fantasy hockey rankings for the NHL. The NHL, not the greatest, I think, analysis for fantasy hockey, but it was interesting to see what they thought about the Seattle Kraken, which kind of ties into what we were just talking about here, Joey. And I came up with a question for you, and this is for you listening too, is do you think that the Kraken will have a player that gets to 60 points or more? (sighs) Man, that's that's hard. here's, Here's some analysis. Last year, our leading score Jared McCann yes he had 50 points in 74 uh, games played okay Yanni had 48 Ebbs had 44 and then it goes down to listen to the 30s so mm-hmm. we have an upgraded offense okay? yes we've got some great players on our team now the NHL fantasy hockey overall player rankings which ranks everybody not just forwards but defensemen and goalies all in one giant list Mm-hmm. You know, number one, Connor McDavid. Number two, Leon Dreisaitl. Number three, 
uh, Austin Matthews. Number four, Kale McCarr. Number five, you can probably guess, Nathan McKinnon. And this keeps, you know, awesome stuff down there. Now, yes. the, the first Seattle Kraken to show up on the predictions list at 112 is mm-hmm. Beers for Beneers, Maddie Beneers. Okay, I like that. Now, here's the deal. He's behind Trevor Zegras, right? And, okay. and Trevor Zegras had 61 points last year for the, for the Ducks. Now, yeah. ideally, he's, gonna have, he's probably going to have more this year. He could. He could not. We don't know. But that's where they're thinking is, like, the top score for the Seattle Kraken is, could be right at that 60 mark. Now, yeah. I think a little disrespect is he's at 112, which I, I think Matty Beniers is, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I think 70 points, right? So I'm going to say, yes, over 60. It go all the way back down to 191, 191st rank. So that's over 80, almost 80 spots down is Bjorky. Okay. Right? The prediction yeah, yeah, yeah. for Oliver Bjorkstrand, 191, you know, 191st uh, player in the league predicted to have, you know, really good season. So he's behind Victor Arvidsson. Um, what the fuck is that? Place for the Kings, <laughs> who had last year fifty points. Yeah, yeah, so see, and that that makes no fucking sense to me because if you're just looking at straight up statistics, like we just said, like fucking Bjorkstrand last year had fifty eight. So this guy with fifty all of a sudden is above him. I can already say right now that Bjorkstrand's going to be higher than that uh, than that ranking is on the on the fantasy hockey chart. So here's again the question for you listening, and hit us up at Kraken Pod on Twitter. Do you think? the Kraken will have a player reach 60 points or more. Yes or no? Let us know. Please let us know because I think so, right? So I think so too. And honestly, I'm going with either Father Canner or I'm going with Burakovsky. And I'm not just saying that because I just talked about him. You saw the three- Burakovsky. Like, that's, that's a joke. This is a joke. This is such a... This is yeah, disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, he came off a career high last year. He's only going to get, um, you know, top-tier minutes with this yellow crack, and he's going to have an opportunity to score. Really, the only thing that can hold them back, and I'm not trying to put a jinx on anything because I'm rooting for him to succeed, not to fail, is Hack, is Dave Haxtell. Like, that's going to be the one thing that really determines hmm. how these guys do. Because between York Strand and uh, Burakovsky coming over from the abs to the Seattle Kraken, like, we're definitely going to have some firepower. We're going to have some guys that are, I mean, we already have guys that are capable of putting up over 60 points in a season, but it really depends on the system. And I'm really curious to see how that all plays out. I think it's going to happen. And I'm not hearing that too much. And I'm going to use that as a segue into talking about Raycon wireless earbuds. How is that? (laughs) You can't see Jeff right now, but he's doing like the finger guns. Like, yeah, you like that? Yeah. (laughs) Look, look, it's true. I'm not hearing that, but I am hearing really well. All my music and podcasts. When I when I listen back to us and go, holy shit, we're terrible that episode. We got to work on so much shit. I'm wow. listening using Raycon wireless earbuds. Okay, they're amazing. They're awesome. They feel great. They sound awesome. Optimized gel tips. They fit in your ear. I got some. You know, my nose is big. I got weird ear holes. They're too small. You know, all that sort of good. I could go down the list, but I'll stop there. Uh, the gel tips fit perfectly. They don't move, right? If you ever had uh, another, you know, earbud fall out and clink around and go down a drain? Almost every day. Almost every, every day. day. Yeah. Clicking, like just literally like falling out and going like, well, ah, and it like bounces forever, by the way. So the, that's something that's not talked about is the, with the gel tips, you don't get that bounce that you do if you just have a hard plastic earbud that bounces all over like it's a ping pong ball. So that's something that, that Raycon needs to, to, to be 
um, promoting as well. So eight, out, eight hours of playtime, amazing battery life, 32 hours. Plus, this is the best part. You get the awesome audio, the great feel, half the price of the other premium brands, which you know what I'm talking about, right? So they've got over 50,000 five-star reviews. That's exactly why, like I said, I love these things. Go to buyraycon.com today. Use the code THPN15. So buyraycon.com, code THPN15. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com. 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code THPN15. And before we wrap up the crack and reaction, I wanted to jump in and say something. You mentioned about how great Seattle sports are right now, and I agree. It's awesome. And there is breaking a lot of buzz right now about the Seattle Supersonics. And I don't know if you saw this at all, but this is a this is going to happen. Now, this is, this is not going to happen in the next year or two, but the path has already started. And all the articles that you're going to see today, if you search this, right, this is Tuesday, the 13th of uh, September. If you see this, it's, it's all about the, uh, the owner of, uh, co-owner of the Seattle Kraken, uh, Todd Lewicki. Yep. Right. So he's basically he calls us on Twitter. Actually, I think so. Shout to Todd if you're listening. What's up? Todd has basically said he's not going to talk about the rumor. Right. There's lots of rumors there. This is a quote, but this is also what he said, which is cool. He said the hard work is done on this is on the Seattle Supersonics, possibly an expansion team coming to Seattle. Which wouldn't that be crazy if there's like it's the Seattle Bigfoots? Like wouldn't that be crazy if they brought the team back and didn't name them the Supersonics? I would be fucking livid. That would be, be that will never happen. But yeah, I would be like, what in the hell? But yeah, the NBA knows what they're doing. They're going to come back and they will be the Seattle Supersonics. Right. I am fucking pumped. He said the hard work's done building a world-class arena, talking about climate pledge. That's yep. why the team left. We now have that world-class arena in place. It will stand the test of time. And they're having, I didn't know this, but the Clippers and the, and the Trailblazers are going to play there, which is cool. Like there's, so that's, yeah. That's pretty neat. They're going to do uh, some games there. So, like, it's that's a done deal. They're actually playing NBA games to test it out. They've got the world-class arena. The Seattle Supersonics are coming back. My prediction is to start the, let's see, 2024-25 20, 20, season. That's my prediction. They're starting to tease Seattle fans with basketball. Like, they had that, Um, I forget, it's like the Jamal Crawford. Like, he has a league, and, like, LeBron came up to Seattle to play a game. A lot of people packed a gym and the floor was wet and they had to call the game early. Basically, like what the NBA do is doing right now is they're playing like just the tip with Seattle sports fans when it comes to basketball, just to see how it feels. Well, guess what? We know how it feels. We fucked before. So you know what you should do? Just start like bring the expansion team uh, to to Seattle. It's going to be Seattle and Las Vegas. Like that's going to be the reality, which is weird because oh, yeah. like the duality between that and the NHL, like having the Golden Knights and, you know, X amount of you know days go by later than you have the uh, Seattle Kraken. But yeah, it's going to happen. The Seattle Sonics, uh, Supersonics are coming back. I am freaking pumped for it. I've been, you know, I loosely like root for and follow the Pelicans. But the day that the Seattle Sonics come back, sorry, Pelicans, love you, but you're you're definitely in like the one the one B category. So it's it's happening, man. I'm super, super pumped for it. And actually bringing the Seattle Kraken to the city of Seattle was a major part of this deal because they had to rebuild and they had to uh, build out uh, climate climate pledge arena, or as you like to call it, climate change arena. Climate change arena. So yeah, we need to drive uh, our big SUVs to climate change arena, watch a game. Well, of course, if Todd's listening, that is a joke, Todd. That is a mistake <laughs> I made in episode one. Just learning, like everyone else. So, Todd. Please, Todd, 
keep following us. But also, he the dude knows how to bring expansion teams to Seattle. It's just it's it's a lock. It's a lock. Yeah. It's happening. No dumb Todd, if you're still listening, no dumb questions. I wanted to explain this to you. This <laughs> this is a segment on our show where other oh, podcasts they make fun of people who don't know everything about the NHL. They they just want to dive into stats and just only you know think deep. We're a meme driven uh uh kraken hockey podcast right denver so, old man fighting a couple of dudes <laughs> yeah dude you know and i had a cocktail in me i don't know if i should say that but i mean like i'm sure half the people that are scooting around are on something Scootering under the influence sui yeah. throw him in jail yes exactly which by the way i mean iron it was ironic i, I didn't expect it but it's true it's like there's clouds of just dank everywhere which is which is great good, oh, yeah, i'm good. going straight to a dispensary when i land and picking up a shit ton of edibles i think i'm gonna be freaking Hey Todd, Denver, not, not Todd, are you listening to this podcast? Please help sponsor it. Please don't, don't unfollow us, please. We are not, well, <laughs> we are degenerates in our own ways. Uh, so no dumb questions. This is where we invite you to ask. If you don't know how something works in hockey, ask us, we'll find out. We'll talk to you about it. It's cool. Like we are the podcast for new hockey fans and veteran hockey fans as well. So what is the question in this week's no dumb question, Joey? All right, the question, and this came from me because everyone's going to start talking about it. I've seen a lot of talk like, will the Seattle Kraken make the playoffs this year? The question is, what is the structure of the NHL playoffs? And so I want to break this down really quickly so people can get a realistic picture of what the playoffs look like, what it would take for the Kraken to make it kind of the history there. So basically, the structure of the NHL playoffs is 16 teams, 1-6, qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's eight from each conference and I made a note here for those that don't know, because we were asked like, hey, can you guys do like a hockey for dummies episode to which my response was that's every episode we do. So uh, so the Kraken are in the Pacific Division in the Western Conference. So think about this eight teams from each conference, Western Conference, and it doesn't really matter the division there. And I'll get into that in a second. The top three teams in each division. So Pacific Division for the Kraken earn an automatic playoff spot. Last year for the Pacific Division, that was the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Kings. And then after that, so right now you have six teams, right? So you have three from the Western, three from the Eastern. And then the next two teams in terms of overall points in the conference, and this is regardless of their division, will earn a wild card spot. For example, what happened last year with the Dallas Stars and the National Predators. So the Dallas Stars had 98 points throughout the season. The National Predators had 97 points. They were both in the Central Division in the Western Conference, but they had more points in the fourth overall team in the Pacific Division, which was hilariously the Vegas Golden Knights. So if you remember last year, we were watching like the Vegas Golden Knights implode after making all of these moves. They've been like over the salary uh, they were bragging about how their future was bright. And I was like, actually, no, it's not. You're you're going down the shitter. And I was right. And that felt really good. And I'll never forget that because people don't forget. And anyways, so the Vegas Golden Knights plummeted last year. And so the Dallas Stars and the National Predators ended up making the playoffs. So there wasn't an additional team from the Pacific Conference because the Vegas Golden Knights shit the bed and didn't make it. And so last year, the Seattle Kraken had 60 points, 6-0 last season. So think about this. Like they were 34 points away from the Vegas Golden Knights who ended up not making it. And the, the closest they could have been uh, to going to the playoffs last year would have been to have 97 points, which is what the National Predator National Wow. National Predators had. So the, the Kraken with 60 points were actually the second worst in the entire conference in front of only the Arizona Coyotes, who for some reason, whenever the Kraken played, it was not a good game either. So and I have to give uh, credit here 
to the guys over at the, the Sound of Hockey because they did a really, really good series uh, covering this where it was called Are the Seattle Kraken a Playoff Team? And they did this last month. Again, I would highly recommend That's going cool. and checking them out. Great podcast. They also do some great articles. But they have a fun fact, and I wanted to bring this up. And it's here's their fun fact they listed. Since the 2000-2001 hockey season, only five teams have qualified for the Stanley Cup playoffs this season after posting 70 points or fewer. So think about that. Five teams in 22 years have made the Stanley Cup playoff after having 70 points or fewer the following season. Now, I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I like to consider myself a realistic sports fan, and I have to be because Seattle sports have kept me humble throughout my entire fucking life. And I will have to say that I do not believe that the Kraken are making the playoffs this year. I believe that the Kraken are going to make a giant step forward. I would like to see between 70 to 80 points. That will not be enough to make the playoffs, and that's kind of where I stand on that. I think they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm All way right. too op- optimistic. Uh, yeah, I know. You're, yeah, your glass is half full over here. I'm like, the glass Always. has milk in it. Yeah. Or exactly. Booze. Yeah, yes. no, there's it's like uh, so there's some Kahlua uh, in that milk. Yeah. Kahlua, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm realistic. Do I do I really truly believe? I believe, right? Do I think no? You're but the Ted Lasso of the podcast. We've yeah. already we've already talked about this. You're True. the Ted Lasso. True. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? I hope the guys, I hope the you know, the Kraken as we get lined up. They they get fired up and they think about that dude who shouldered my wife and they go we're gonna fucking win this for Jeff and that's what's gonna happen and <laughs> I think they're gonna make a playoffs on their on their sweaters <laughs> yeah an old guy getting a blood for a Jeff face to the oh face. my god did Jeff die no uh, he was drunk in Denver on a scooter and some guy shoved him. he almost got into a fight was, and thirty minutes later he was fine nothing happened it was two cocktails <laughs> but I had all that ice cream so I only really think it was one I one one cocktail <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so Todd are you still there are you still listening yeah. uh. No, I, I think I just think it's gonna happen. I it's I just the sky's the limit. I do like that that idea. Write that down, Joy. I like that idea of having one whole episode of of hockey for dummies. Maybe we should do that before the season starts. So just write it down. We'll start we'll start hockey we'll, for we'll, dummies. Okay. We'll brainstorm that. We'll brainstorm that. So okay, so a lot of stuff to talk about and unwrap with this week. Um if you know the name and address of that man who shouldered my wife, please let me know. Um also, do you think we will have a Kraken player over 60 points, 60 points or more, at least reach 60 this season for your Seattle Kraken? And what else? Oh, if you want something that should be in, if we were to do a Hockey for Dummies episode, what questions should be in there? What should we address? Please let us know. We got to get primed. You know, this is, you're our people, right? So like, let us know what's up. And then, as far as anything else, pray for Joey uh, to have a great time, but be slightly responsible. Like, be irresponsible, but also be just responsible enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm very good at, like, handling. I'm very good at adulting while also dabbling in the I'm a giant degenerate piece of shit pool. So, yeah, all, you know, it's all, life's all about balance, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, like. I'm not, I, I'm pretty pumped for next week's episode. Whenever it happens, you know, guy, you, you're, I'm, I'm we'll def- figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we it's the off season still, so like you are owed since I missed last week, you are owed some some wiggle room here. So we'll figure this out. But I will eagerly await your stories. Okay. So we'll we'll keep you posted on that. So anyway, make sure you let us know. Hit us up at Kraken Pod. Uh we also too, we also too are thankful that you guys are all about enjoying uh the new name, the Kraken Pod. Uh we're still gonna go beneath and find out what lies beneath when it comes to hockey, but uh we also are still 
going to, even though it's the off season, leave you with our chirp of the week. So Joey, have an awesome week. Be safe, safe travels. We'll talk. And then you uh, also too enjoy this chirp, which is when hockey players talk trash on the ice. It's always hilarious. Always. They're not usually like that when it comes to interviews off the ice, but on the ice, they're funny as hell. So we will leave you with the Kraken pod chirp of the week. You can't handle me, George. Tell me when, big shooter. Tell me when. I'll be right there all night, you slug. <laughs> <laughs>